Hey, 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 we are back with another episode of the Productive Boss Podcast. This is episode 22. We are talking about the five productivity personas. Yes, I have created five productivity personas or my five productivity homegirls who really represent the struggle that we all go through when it comes to our productivity. So let me ask you this question. Have you ever said these words as an entrepreneur or coach, service, uh, you know, uh, service-based business, corporate professional, whatever? Have you ever said these words? Throw the whole damn business away. Throw the whole damn life away. Jesus, please rapture my ass, please. Um, have you ever said that? No? It's just me? I'm the only one who talks like that? <laughs> Listen, I'm not exactly proud that I've said these exact words with much conviction more times than I can count. But what better way to begin than with brutal honesty, right? Like, I want to be honest with you all. I want to tell you all how I'm feeling sometimes when it comes to running this business. And you know that famous Jim Rohn quote? The one where he says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, so choose wisely. Well, when I was making those disturbing statements all the time, (laughs) I was usually in the company of one or more of my five homegirls. And we don't spend as much time together anymore, but I like to introduce you to them. I think you're going to find them super relatable. So first we have my homegirl, No Boundaries Barbara. No Boundaries Barbara has a beautiful giving spirit, but her giving knows no bounds. She feels frustrated and overwhelmed with her lifestyle and her workload. She struggles to get her most important tasks done because the truth is she has no, you guessed it, boundaries. She's constantly allowing other people's agendas and emergencies to take precedence over her task and her self-care. And when it comes to family, there's nothing she won't do. And while that may sound noble, it's not because this feeling of obligation to be available to any and everyone who needs her leads to chronic burnout, resentment, goal abandonment. Can you relate? Taking irrelevant calls in the middle of the day, answering emails as soon as they come in, and abandoning her needle-moving tasks to assist others with theirs is just a part of her daily routine. But this routine is slowly dimming her light and it's stunting her growth. She has tried to ignore or cut people off in the past, but the guilt it just always creeps in and sends her right back into their demanding arms. And before you know it, she's right back to operating in a stress-induced coma with no sign of relief. Her resentment grows like a cancerous tumor and she's on the brink of letting some poor, unsuspecting soul have it. Can you relate to No Boundaries, Barbara? Do you know someone like her? I love Barbara. That's my homegirl. But I hate to see her like this. And when we were spending a lot of time together, I found myself exhibiting very similar behaviors. And I was growing resentful. Next up, we have my homegirl, No Clarity Kara. No Clarity Kara longs for purpose and the answer to life's most pressing question. Why am I here? 
She's overwhelmed by all the ways she can show up in life and business. Her lack of self-awareness means she doesn't have a grand vision for her life or career. And this is really frustrating. And I'm talking about frustrating on a visceral level. To Kara, it feels like everyone has their life figured out but her. She's constantly reading personal development books, listening to podcasts like this one, and investing in courses and programs, hoping it'll reveal the answers she so desperately seeks. But again and again, she comes up empty-handed or with only one piece of the puzzle. And most of her personal and professional development investments lead to disappointment and dissatisfaction, mainly because she's looking for answers in all the wrong places. Her mind races with new ideas and she entertains every single one, y'all. When the enthusiasm for the idea wears off and a new idea emerges, she jumps on it immediately, abandoning the previous goal without remorse. And as a result, she never quite moves the needle far enough to gain any traction towards her goals. Can you relate to No Clarity Kara too? I adore Kara. I used to feel frustrated and lost just like her. So if you are resonating with No Clarity Kara right now, I feel you. Then we have my girl, No Focus Fiona. No Focus Fiona has a strong desire to be more productive with her time, but she just can't seem to get it together. She wears what feels like a million hats and is constantly distracted by her environment. It could be a neurochemical situation like ADD or ADHD, but for the most part, it's more likely a compilation of bad habits and a lack of discipline. Fiona falls victim to distractions like social media, Netflix binges, text messages, phone calls, and new hobbies or programs. These things drain her most precious commodities, time, energy, and attention. Every time she begins to gain momentum on a needle-moving task, some distraction pops up and derails her progress. Next thing you know, month-long projects turn into year-long projects. And while we all have moments where we lack focus, No Focus Fiona tends to start and end each day, never really knowing what will happen in between. And goals fall by the wayside, excuses start to roll in, and discipline goes out the window. She struggles to stay on task and her self-confidence suffers as a result. She's tried planners, productivity apps, alarms, seemingly everything, but nothing seems to work for long. Eventually, she chalks it up to being just the way life is, and as a result, her schedule remains consistently chaotic. If we're being honest, we've all been no-focus Fiona at some point in our lives. We can all resonate with her. I feel like out of all my homegirls, I spent the most time with her. Next up, we have my homegirl, No Help Hallie. No Help Hallie, love her to death, but that woman has what I call superwoman complex. She's a boss to a fault, and I didn't even know that was a thing before I met her. She feels like if she doesn't do it herself, it won't get done right or at all. She struggles with relinquishing control, and this causes her to constantly operate outside her zones of genius. We all have certain basic tasks we're forced to take care of ourselves, but no help Hallie has trouble asking for and accepting help when it is offered. This leaves her with very little time, energy, and attention to focus on her needle-moving zone of genius task. 
I feel bad for Hallie because she sometimes misses or forfeits amazing opportunities that come along while she's swamped doing things that could have been delegated to others. She's tried hiring help and accepting help when it is offered, but she's been burned so many times before that homegirl has major trust issues now. I've met many entrepreneurs and stay-at-home parents who would tell you themselves that they are a carbon copy of No Help Hallie. I'm sure if you browse the mid-level management floors of your local corporate companies, you'll find some No Help Hallies there too. As an INTJ, Enneagram 7, Leo control freak, you can imagine Hallie and I got really acquainted, especially after I started my business. Finally, we have my homegirl, No System Sandra. No System Sandra is a complicated individual mainly because she misdiagnoses the source of her frustration more than any other of my other homegirls. She's goal-oriented and ambitious, but she has no systems in place to support her ambitions. No consistent routines, no self-care routines, no professional and business-related workflows, nothing. She's just winging it every single day. As a result, she suffers from exhaustion. Her lack of systems often lead to burnout, demotivation, and inconsistent or non-existent discipline. What kills me is that Sandra doesn't even know that shit doesn't have to be this hard. For her, though, the thought of setting aside all of this time to put better systems in place to support her lifestyle and business sounds like a waste of time. She doesn't realize how making time on the front end to set herself up for success will ultimately lead to copious amounts of time saved on the back end. Again, I know many entrepreneurs like her. Hell, I was like her too. We got to know each other quite well. That's how I was able to figure out what was really holding her, I mean, us back. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If you're wondering why the hell I'm introducing you to all my dysfunctional imaginary friends, perhaps you're one of the rare ones that simply can't relate to any of my homegirls. And to you, I say, thrive, queen, thrive. But if you're like most who were intrigued by the title of this podcast and found some semblance of yourself woven into the fabric of each description, then you, my friend, are who I'm speaking to. I'm loyal, so I don't just abandon my girls once I begin getting my shit together. I kept a close eye on what they were doing, how they were showing up, and what they were struggling with, and I vowed to help them overcome the sabotaging behaviors that were hijacking their productivity and lifestyle design. If I was unapologetically setting strong, healthy boundaries, gaining clarity on my purpose and passions, narrowing my focus to my zone of genius tasks, maintaining consistency with my routines, establishing life and business and self-care systems, and delegating and automating like a bona fide boss, I knew it was possible for them to experience the same. I'm not smarter, more special, or more privileged than any of them. So I know if I can reclaim my time, energy, and attention, so could they. I knew in order to get them to learn and embrace what I had done to change in all these areas, I need to package the information in a way that didn't feel so daunting and overwhelming. That's when I came up with the conquer method. So some of you already know what the conquer method is, but for those of you who are just discovering me for the first time, maybe you don't. The conquer method is an acronym that represents the seven steps I took to ruthlessly reclaim my time, energy, and attention and become a productive and profitable boss. The C stands for customize your rebel routines. 
That's where I discuss how to set routines that match your personality, passions, and purpose, and that go hand in hand with your natural rhythms. The O stands for overcome your overwhelm. That's where I talk about the real reason why you're overwhelmed and how to set healthy boundaries with everyone in your life, including yourself, and the one word you should use 90% of the time. The N stands for narrow your focus. That's where I discuss how to properly identify your new to moving task and to know when to focus on your most important task. And I talk about getting things the right things done at the right time for the right reasons. That's like my signature. You heard it in the intro. The Q stands for quit prioritizing shallow tasks. And this is where I talk about figuring out why you can't seem to move the needle and using the three Ds, delegate, delete, defer to your advantage and how you can keep the main thing, the main thing, just like my homeboy, Brendan Burchard talks about. The U stands for up-level your systems. This is arguably my favorite step. This is where we talk about the beauty of automation and systems. And I also go over the three main systems that I feel everyone needs to establish and the one system that has saved me over 20 hours a week. The E stands for evaluate and elevate your environment. This is where I talk about how to evaluate your environment to match the new you, the impact your environment has on your productivity, and how to curate a safe space for your creative pursuits. The R stands for record your efforts daily. And that's where I wrap it up by shining light on how to properly check in with yourself each day. I also talk about the importance of measuring your progress and how to make productive decisions based on data, not emotion. This is not another cookie cutter productivity routine or process. I'm not telling everybody to wake up at 5 a.m. and meditate for 20 minutes every morning. That's not everybody's ministry, right? Like not everybody is a morning person. Not everybody wants to meditate for 20 minutes every morning. I'm just letting you know not to expect a whole bunch of advice you've heard a million times before. What I can tell you is that I am not teaching from secondhand knowledge. I'm teaching the conquer method from experience. I've done the work I present in each of these steps and I've applied it to my own life. I've also had numerous clients do the same. And let me tell you, this shit works, plain and simple. But I can understand if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time, you don't know me from Adam. So I'll tell you this much. At the time of recording this podcast, I am 30 years young and I've traveled to over 30 countries. I've graduated with college with honors, held over half a dozen jobs, navigated countless pivots, written and self-published four books, launched a full-time coaching business, coached over 200 entrepreneurs and corporate climbers on productivity and lifestyle design, and survived a multiple six-figure financial loss. I won't bore you with the details here. You can listen to my story through the podcast that I've already recorded. I will say that anyone who has been through what I've been through over the span of 30 years will pick up a lesson or two along the way. I'm no guru, but I do know what I'm talking about. So where do you go from here? Where is the Conquer Method housed? I'm so happy you asked. So the Conquer Method is the method that I teach in my Conquer Your Chaos Crash Course, which is an eight-week self-paced program that is currently offering seven free one-on-one coaching calls with yours truly up until January 31st, 
2022. So if you're listening to this after the date, I'm sorry you missed the opportunity to work with me one-on-one within this program. It's new and I'm offering this to those who sign up between now and January 31st, 2022. Conquer Your Chaos Crash Course is the bomb.com, y'all. Everyone who has gone through the program so far has told me so. I'm not just saying this because I'm biased. So I want you to go to missunconventional.com forward slash course, read all about it. If it hits, if you can resonate, if you've resonated with any of the productivity personas that I introduced you to in this episode, then it's likely that the course is for you. But I don't want you to enroll if this doesn't feel aligned, if this doesn't feel right, right? Like I'm not out here trying to beg anyone to invest in themselves through my programs. There's a coach out here for everyone. There's a course out here for everyone. But I can tell you that this one, y'all, it's the real deal. It's the real deal. And it's been it's been curated with so much love and compassion. When I tell you that I had to create an entire private podcast called the Conquer Podcast just for the people who navigate through this course, that's how much love I put into this thing. So if you're interested, go to missunconventional.com forward slash course to learn more about the eight-week course. All right, y'all, that's all I have for you today. It's, it's been great introducing you all to the productivity personas, aka my homegirls, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Productive Boss Podcast. If you made it this far, you're the real MVP. Serious about conquering your chaos and guaranteeing your goals? Head over to the ProductiveBossPodcast.com for more information. If you really love Miss Unconventional, Don't forget to rate, review, and connect with her on Instagram at The Productive Boss.